welcome to my podcast, Daydreaming. I'm your host, Najla Pierce, and today's episode is all about how I overcame my postpartum depression. Today is now Thursday, and it's almost Christmas, but I really wanted to do this episode because I just felt led that other women needed to hear my story. So when I had my son, I have two kids. I have a daughter who is 10 and I have a son who is seven months old. And when I had my daughter 10 years ago, her father was present in our lives. He was a big help. He was there. He was the person who got up with her during the night and I was like the day person. So he was up at night and I was with her up during the day and we had like a huge balance. And also my daughter was the type of baby who was just very easygoing. Like you can put her in the swing and she would just sleep and she was just, she was just like the perfect little baby. (laughs) And with my son, it's a different story. He was born May and he was born in the middle of this huge pandemic and with him um me and his father are currently not together we are we are we're separated or i shouldn't even say separated we're not together <laughs> but um his father is still in his life even though we live in different households and he is a huge help but he is not living with me 24/7 so um when I had my son, I had him through C-section. And when I brought him home, you know, his father did come and help me out for a week. But after he left and went home, that's when reality set in. Now, my son is the type of baby who, <laughs> he does not like his swing. He does not like any of his play play things that I brought him. You know, when you're a, a mom and when you find out you're pregnant, you go and you buy all these swings and baby toys and baby items. And my son is, he's kind of like old fashioned. I feel like he's been here before. He just likes to be held and he likes to eat. And he doesn't like all that extra nonsense, like all those extravagant baby toys. (laughs) So like I said, I had a really hard time with him putting him to sleep. He actually used to fight his sleep. He still does to this day, actually. He still fights his sleep, and he um, would just cry, just cry at night. He didn't have, what is it called, colic. He wasn't colic, but he would just cry, and, you know, with me having to balance with my daughter's dad and not having that balance with, with her, with his dad, it was kind of a huge difference for me because I was so used to that. And for me just to have the baby all the time by myself, waking up at night, getting lack of sleep, it was really hard for me. And I remember some days where I would just go into the bathroom and because the bathroom was like my little escape room and I would just leave him crying in the room and um, just go in the bathroom and just cry. I'd be like... What, what am I doing? What have I done to myself? You know, you know, I felt like I, I felt like I was alone, even though I wasn't, even though I had family support, I still felt alone. I felt like I was being judged. I felt like I was starting my life all over again because 
like I said, my daughter was 10. So it was basically like I was starting all over again, like going back to square one. And I always told myself, the next time you have a, a baby, you are going to be married. You were going to do this. You were going to do that. And that wasn't necessarily the case. And also, I don't know. I just felt like I had this picture perfect idea of what my next baby was going to be like. And that wasn't it. And it wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't love my son because I love him dearly. Like he is the love of my life. There's no love that you like the love of your son, but I don't know. I just, those, those overwhelming feelings just overcame me, y'all. I just, I'm just being honest with you. They just, they just overcame me and I, I would just cry, cry, cry. And, um, one thing that helped me with overcoming my depression was I would turn on music. Music was my scapegoat. Sometimes I would just turn the music up and just dance and sing and, um, yeah, music was like something that really helped me during my depression. And also there was times where I would just pack him up and we would just go to Starbucks. I would just ev- just go drive to Starbucks and sometimes we would go by the water or to the park and just sit there. He would be in his stroller because like I said, he was born during the pandemic. So that fresh air, it like something about fresh air that tricks your mind like it just feels like you forget about everything when you're outside like you're not when you're inside you tend to go more into these depressive modes but when you're outside and that fresh air is hitting you and you see the water and the greenery it's like it refreshes your mind it rejuvenates your spirit and that's one thing I also did to help me with my depression was being outside was something that worked for me. Listening to music was something that worked for me. Having family support was something that worked for me. Um, also, with my son, um, so my for breastfeeding, my nipples are flat. And we had a difficult time, or I had a difficult time breastfeeding him because even though I had flat nipples. He wasn't able to latch on that way. And he wasn't getting enough milk that he needed. I tried the nipple shield. I tried, um, we used the boppy pillow. And that was just not working for us. And so finally, I booked an appointment to go see a breastfeeding consultant. And she was very nice, very helpful. But it was just not working for us. (laughs) the breastfeeding it wasn't working for me and I even had two breast pumps I ordered two breast pumps and I had to come to realize I'm like self (laughs) he's not happy you're not happy you're both frustrated he's not getting enough milk that he's need that he needs he's crying just 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 turn to the formula get just do the formula and I felt really bad for doing bottle feeding because I felt like I was losing that bonding time with him that I had when you that you get when you breastfeed your baby and like I said with my daughter I um she was more easy and she was a breastfed baby so I had that bonding time with her but for my son I didn't get to do that so I'm like oh no y'all I literally cry because (laughs) I couldn't breastfeed him I'm like I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm crying because I can't breastfeed my baby. Like, what is wrong with me? And I'm such a strong individual. I'm the type of individual that hides her feelings and I never cry. And I always like, 
I was taught to just tough it up and don't shed tears because shedding tears is considered weak. But I think this phase of my life, God was telling me, it's okay to shed tears. It's okay to be in this place, but don't stay there. And so um, I started just giving him the bottle. And believe it or not, the bottle helped him so much to sleep better at night because he was full. And we still got that bonding time in and still got our cuddle time in. And he's all good now. He loves his bottle. He can even hold it. But I just had to tell myself, you know, you're not going to have that picture-perfect, ideal newborn that you had in your head. And I think sometimes we as moms, we have to just be real with ourselves, you know, tell ourselves, this is what's happening now, and accept where you are now and move forward. Another thing that also helped me with my postpartum was my family. My family is such a huge support, y'all. I am so, so grateful for them, especially my mom and my sister. My mom was coming over to see him, like, all the time. And there was often times where I had to take my son over to my family's house just so I could get the extra two hours of sleep. I felt bad for doing that because, like I said, I thought that as him being a newborn, I always had to have him at home, like... You take him to your family's house, what's wrong with you? He's still a new baby and you can't handle him and you're you're failing as being a mom because you're sending him away so young and you know, he's always crying and I don't know, I was just like critiquing myself all the time, critiquing like I wasn't being a good mom. That's basically what I was telling myself because I had to send him over there just so I could get sleep. And I said to myself, I said, self, (laughs) I didn't say self, y'all, but you know what I mean. But I was just like, okay, so you can keep him home and be sleep deprived and just frustrated. Or you can take him to your family's house for two hours, get the sleep you need, clean up, eat a a well-balanced meal, rejuvenate yourself, take a shower and be a better mom, have better mental health have a better mindset so I just threw all those thoughts off the window y'all threw all that critique it of myself all that um just negative thoughts I threw it out the window and I said this is what you're dealing with this is how you're feeling get the help that you need and move forward it's okay if you have to take him to your parents house just so you can get that extra sleep it's okay if he cries sometimes it's okay if You can't breastfeed him and you have to bottle feed him. It's okay that he doesn't like his swing that you brought him that you spent hundreds of dollars on or some of the toys that you brought him. It's okay. Accept where you are now and move on. And I just really wanted to share my story with you guys because it was a tough time um, in those first three months for me. And it was... A feeling that I felt like I was hiding. Um, I feel like with being on social media, everybody posts their newborn pictures, but nobody ever posts how they're really feeling, how they defeat their postpartum, how they go through when the baby's crying at night. And that was me. I was one of those girls who were, who was always posting 
oh, I have this perfect baby and this perfect little, you know, perfect pictures and perfect little moments, but I wasn't posting what I was actually going through. I wasn't post I wasn't posting how I was crying in the bathroom or how I was dealing with my postpartum or how I was hiding it. So this is just the way for me to finally just let the world know on how I dealt with my postpartum depression and I want to help other moms out there to normalize speaking about postpartum depression and normalize how you're feeling, normalize how um how you get through a day with just being a single mom. Being a single mom is hard. It's not easy at all. You don't have that balance, even though you can have family support. But when you're at home with those kids, you don't have that balance. And sometimes you need to ask for help. It's okay to ask family for help. It's okay to ask, ask close friends for help. It's okay to um, leave your kids with the babysitter for maybe two to three hours just so you can refresh yourself. It's okay and I just felt like I needed to share my story with you guys and help encourage another mom out there. And I just want to tell you that you're going to get through it. Don't stay in that dark place. Yes, you're there now. Yes, you could be dealing with postpartum depression, but don't stay there. Each day is a new day and set goals for yourself. What I used to do also that helped me was I would get up every day and I would just get dressed. Even though I wasn't going anywhere, I would just get dressed. Something about getting dressed and getting cute. You just have, you feel better, you feel better about yourself. Your your esteem, self-esteem boosts when you get dressed and start putting on a little bit of makeup and just do something that um, that is a self-esteem booster. Okay, so... Um, I really thank you guys for listening to my story. And like I said, I want to share my story to help other moms out there. And um, you guys are going to get through it. Don't stay stuck where you are. Set goals for yourself. And just remember that you are loved. Those kids love you. They need you. They look up to you. You are their role models. And we're going to get through this, moms. All right. Well, have a blessed weekend. And I look forward to recording my next episode on Sunday. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at Daydreaming Broadcast. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Daydreaming Broadcast. Okay, I'm your host, Najla Pierce, and thank you for listening to me. Bye.